Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Chats with Brent Martineau. Hey, what's happening? We are live from Sandalwood High School here on a Friday game of the week action. We've got Reigns in Sandalwood. Don't forget, Duval County games start at 6.30. So uh, here we are once again on a Friday afternoon. That's where we do our show from the game of the week. And then later tonight, Blitz Scoreboard Show, Friday Night Blitz on the TV side as well. Uh, we've got you covered in the high school ranks. As, of course, every 3 o'clock hour, it starts to rain this time of year. <laughs> so we might have to dodge some of that. Uh, once again, hopefully uh, it stays clear for the most part. But right now, pretty dark and cloudy skies uh, here in the uh, in the area. Brent Martineau, along with Casey Kurtz and Aaron Schachter's back yeah, from the yeah, leadership yeah, yeah, conference. Yeah. What did we learn? <laughs> How will you lead us today on a Friday? Oh, I will lead you straight into the depths. It's not going to be good for you guys. <laughs> was it good? It was like a retreat. Like I, we were talking earlier today. I said, yeah, you know what? You can make fun of those things, and sometimes you get some cool stuff out of those. Oh, shows. I love it. I was just telling Casey, he's too young to understand, Brent. He doesn't understand the whole mind wash thing when you go work somewhere. <laughs> he doesn't understand. It's all about being part of the crew. But uh, I had a great awesome. time, man. We actually went out to uh, the Ronald McDonald house. Okay. Uh, I, I guess our boss here at the radio station has a lot of involvement over there, and it's just such great people over there and a great place to kind of come together and feel good about others and volunteering and you know, trying to figure out what we want to do with this cluster in the next 6, 12, 18 months. I like it. I yeah. like it. Planning. Uh, you know, what we've decided to do is just launch, like, new announcements every day. Yeah, that's the the thing, right? I'm not really sure about the rest of the cluster. It's a new uh, radio cluster, that is. But that's what we have decided to do. Yeah. Uh, Casey Kurtz is back again uh, off that. Uh, now we're all together. We're all together. Isn't it wonderful? wonderful? Two-thirds are together. I mean. Well, yeah. Yeah, this is together, guys. It's about as together as we get. Hey, All right. Brent, just so you know, it's uh, I know you're pretty close by. It's raining here. It's raining here, too. It's like... And you're just sitting there? Like, I start getting kind of pissed at the world for a moment, right? <laughs> Not very often. But it's Brent's like, I literally, dubs. I literally just set this stuff up. Yeah, man. It was... Like, yeah. Literally just set up. I got an umbrella that's guarding the equipment. I've got another umbrella that's guarding the equipment. But I'm just going to sit out here in the rain. Bro, I'm telling you, yeah. this is the heads up. If it's coming from this direction, I'd make an adjustment because it's raining well, hard. I don't, I don't know if it's coming from the, your direction, although it's raining it hard. It probably here. is. Yep. Everyone, yeah, write this really. down. At this moment, three oh four, four minutes into the show, I tried to tell the man it's going to rain on him. Stay tuned to the stream in the next three to five minutes. Look, you're going to see him drink. Don't hate on the dude. He's trying to do the show. He's trying to grin and bear it. He's, you know, he's a tough guy out here. Listen, we've we've we made a commitment to Nimnik Buick. GMC, we're going to do the show from the tailgate on Fridays. And I hear you. I, right? lo I love them for it, but you might. this might be the time you take to show off the nice interior you also get with these cars. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Right, so yeah. it's for the outside, inside too, baby. Yeah. So maybe I'll set up the camera, move it down a little bit, and I'll just, like, open the window. I love it. Love it. You'd be like James Corden, only uh, much more handsome, Brent. But by the way, if you're watching on the Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, you're about to watch me get drenched. But you can also see it's the home of the Saints, the mighty Saints. Like, that's a good backdrop, guys, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, man, it it's actually very is very, very cool. It's starting to pour. <laughs> I love it. I told you to write it down, it's so good. I don't care about the rain as much as the wind. Hold on a second. Let me get another umbrella. I don't know if this one works. This is the end of Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Yeah, like if a lightning strike no happens, we're not really going to see Look, that. We're just going to lose them. I've got a busted umbrella, I think. Let's see if it somewhat works. Ah, there we go. It's not bad. This is 
truly Look at that umbrella. Else. You know, when Marconi invented radio back in, what was it, 300 B.C., this is exactly what he was thinking about. He was like... <laughs> Let's listen to Brett set up an umbrella. This is incredible. Oh, man, this is good stuff anyway. <laughs> hey, how about that football game last night? I want our guy in Jacksonville to be as good as Josh Allen. Man, how that great did he look? Look at that. Four touchdowns, was it, throwing, or uh, four total, something like that? Yeah, four total, and, uh, you know, he just does it all. He's just playing with a, gosh, a confidence. You know me, I thought they'd come out of the gates a little maybe, not rusty, not bad, yep. but yep. just a little bit different than people thought they would be. Still learning. And I was dead wrong. I mean, hey, they turned the ball over four times, and they still scored 31 points, Casey. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it is It is ridiculous. I was getting concerned with all the turnovers early. I can't get over the fact you're just sitting in the rain, bro. Like, I'm not going to be able to focus during the show. I'm sorry. Not just focus, man. It's all right. You know, you know it's what? It's umbrellas for this. You know what I found more interesting than Josh Allen's performance? And we've already started talking about it in the chat. It was the first thing anyone mentioned. How about Jalen Ramsey's performance? Yeah. Giving up so much to Stephon Diggs, man. Diggs had a night. Yeah, that was uh, – obviously, it's got Jags fans like – you know, people could say this like, you guys got to get over this stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, but not everybody's over it. Nope. It's kind of fun to dig at Jalen sometimes. Oh, yeah. I mean, he dug at Josh. By the way, the Buffalo fans should be laughing more than anybody. Oh, He's yeah. The one they they called Josh Allen trash years exactly. ago. Remember when he did that whole thing in GQ with the oh, quarterbacks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, well, he was wrong on Josh Allen. And that might have been the worst performance of Jalen's career. Now, we were talking to the sports office today, and I forgot about the Kansas City game. Sammy Watkins, he gave up, like, a few scores to Sammy, remember? But, I mean, again, Jalen's a really good player. And that was a bad look in prime time for Jalen Ramsey. Uh, I'm I'm thinking it's a one-off thing, guys, but are the Rams in a little bit of trouble? You lose, like, Darius Williams. You're a little bit of a different team, even though you gained Bobby Wagner. It just didn't look good, and Matthew Stafford certainly didn't look the Yeah, so Matthew Stafford, you know, he's not necessarily the pillar of consistency in the last couple of years. It's not like if he comes out and has a bad game, number one, that's not so out of character, and number two, it's not like it's indicative of the rest of the year for the guy. But sure, you got to worry that the team comes out and loses 31-10 to against the team you're supposed to be possibly playing in the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, Casey, a uh, level of concern for Rams fans. If you have Stafford, how about Allen Robinson? Absence. Absence. Uh, at least if you have Cooper Cup, you're still feeling pretty good about yourself. What a night for Cooper. Cooper, Cooper Cup is great. Um, I do want to say uh, for the Rams, you know, Matt Stafford, uh, my man down the hall, Brian Middleton, they call him Simpin' Ain't Easy. That's his <laughs> fantasy team. He drafted Stafford to start for him, so I do feel, do feel bad for him. And also, I think we need to pour one out for the Cam Akers fantasy owners. Oh, man. That they was another big storyline last play. night. They wouldn't even let him touch the rock. I don't What's know what that was. Well, Cam Akers got three carries, and uh, Daryl Henderson was basically the guy. Uh, he is him, as Casey would say. He was him. But there was no real reason. I'm not reading anywhere about anything. No injury being written about. No fight on the sidelines with a running backs coach being written about. It was just it wasn't Cam Akers' night to carry the football. No, it wasn't, and it wasn't the Rams' night to, you know, you always wonder, will they get a little bit of the hangover? Are they as hungry? Probably not, right? They're certainly not as hungry as they once were. I think that's human nature. But the Bills are good. Like, this was more about the Bills to me. You turn the ball over four times, you go on the road, you beat the Rams, the Super Bowl champs, 31-10, to 10, yeah. and Josh Allen looks every bit as good as people think he should be, can be, is, MVP candidate, all that stuff. I mean, I was really impressed. I, I don't know how you can't be impressed. Uh, he's just man how far that guy has come that is such a cool story too uh, how he how far he has come in his career because listen quite frankly he did look like trash at times when Jalen was talking about him yeah. like that back in 2018 there was a lot of curiosity and I love the patience they had they they 
they developed. How often do you see development at the NFL level that jumps out at you? I'm sure every player will say, "Yeah, I developed." Tyson Campbell, baby. <laughs> yeah, Tyson Campbell's a good illustration. Actually, you're really you're right about that. But you don't see it a lot, right? And Josh Allen. You really saw it. I mean, what happens is we get these negative narratives, and it turns into this guy's a bust and this guy can't play, and it's hard to escape that for a lot of guys. Well, Josh Allen's done just everything he can do to escape that and then some. He's now a premier quarterback in the NFL. He's an elite quarterback in the NFL, and he's really in rare company because there's not many hands-down elite guys. I think it's safe to say after last year, after what he finished second in the voting two years prior, and now – He's off to a hell of a start. He's a bona fide elite quarterback, and I don't think anybody would disagree, guys. No, definitely. I, he's obviously one of the uh, hands-on favorites to be the MVP this year, and whether you thought that was bloviating previous to the season or not, whether you thought it was hype or not, he certainly put on that display last night, worthy of MVP honors. I do want to yeah. say, uh, back to the Rams real quick, and I'm not going to say I called it yesterday, football at five, but I did say how are they going to react without Whitworth and the boys on O-line. They reacted poorly. Yeah, they did. Them uh, boys, really them did. boys were the opposite of pancakes. Call them waffles, because that was horrible. Mm. <laughs> waffles, that's good. I like it. They were waffling instead of pancaking. I'm seeing uh, the, in the chat, uh, who is it? Matt is talking about Cam Akers on the injury report, injury report, and I, I have to go confirm that that may be true or not. But that's not what Sean McVay is talking about today. Sean McVay is just talking about how both, not just Cam Akers, but uh, Allen Robinson just weren't in rhythm yet with the the team. You gotta wonder why for Cam Akers though. Yeah, hard to get in rhythm for Allen Robinson if you just don't throw it to him. <laughs> I mean, they do have a guy in Cooper Cup to throw it to all the time. All but, the time. Uh, Matthew Stafford probably wasn't on his A game yesterday. I think that's crystal clear, and we'll see if uh, they get going for the Rams. But uh, it wasn't a heck of a football game. A lot of times we talk about that coming off the opener. It really wasn't. I mean, it was okay. It was entertaining. It was good to have football back, but it certainly wasn't like a barn burner. And um, awesome to 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 just dissect. There was really not a lot dramatic by middle of the third quarter uh, in that football game. How much drama will we get on Sunday? Uh, it's really our last chance to talk about the Jags until we have another show on Sunday that we'll tell you about in a moment. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the Jags have put all this work in, guys. Like, we've been talking about the Jags nonstop. I always think it's an interesting time of year. We go from, you know, the offseason of free agency, well, finding a coach, free agency, the draft, uh, we talk Jags all summer. Everybody's asking how they're going to look. Then we see them in camp. Then we see them in little preseason games. Nothing that got too alarming to be like, oh, my gosh, what are we doing here? Instead, there are some positive vibes up until this point, and there still should be. The injury report looks good, pretty good. Foley Fadakasi, a guy that's the only one on it. Uh, the Jags have, have feel confident. You can tell. They like what's going on down in the building. But now we really get to see if any of that pays off. And you don't pay it off in one week. But it certainly feels better when you do. And I, I told this, uh, I said this yesterday, I've said it for the last week, I don't know what to expect fully from the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. But I hope we see a team that executes well, that gives us signs, and then the chips fall where they may because it's an NFL game and it's hard to predict and you don't know what, what's going to happen. But it's that time. I mean, we're now 48 hours away, less than that, from the Jaguars' performance kind of validating or has us doubting what went on for the last six or seven months and i honestly don't know what we'll feel by sunday at like two o'clock after watching this team for a first quarter and a half also Brent, let me ask you uh maybe not you maybe you're not the best person to ask maybe casey's even a better person to ask but i'll ask anyway if the jags come away from this game losers 21 to 14 
Is that something that causes more concern than you had previous to going into the game? Or is this all part of the growth process here? Are you expecting the Jags to come away with a big W, Casey? Or are you going to give them a little bit of leash here if they're still trying to figure it out one game into this brand-new roster, brand-new coaching staff? Do I expect the Jags to go to Washington and play Carson Wentz? and the rest of the commanders who I don't think much of outside of Scary Terry F1 McLaurin and win the football game? Yes. You're absolutely right, I do. Yes. You're absolutely well, right, I do. But forget the growth process. They're a better football team. Okay. They win the game. So no excuse. If there's a loss here, things are messed up regardless. I, I will feel exactly how I felt after they lost to Houston. Okay. In week one last okay, year. Okay, that's saying a lot. That's all right, because the expectations we had for Houston last year were real small. Yeah. I don't think it'll look as ugly, but still, I will be disappointed nonetheless. Brent? Yeah, I agree with you, man. I think I, I actually, while we don't know, like realistically, we don't know what to think. I think this is a great time to be bullish on the Jazz. Like, why not? You've got all this positive momentum. You're playing a team in Washington that has had its issues. They've got Carson Wentz. There's not a great narrative around him, around the league. There's no way Washington feels as good about their football team going into this game than the Jags do. I think the Jags look a lot better on paper. We know they're better. We just don't know how much. Uh, the, the cautionary tale here is it's the NFL. It's week one. We have no idea. Nobody would have predicted 31-10 to 10 with Buffalo four turnovers yesterday. They might have predicted 31-28, but not 31-10 blowout with four turnovers for the team that won by 21 over the Super Bowl champs. And, th- and we just got another illustration of it. You can't predict it. But I am bullish on it, and I think this is a great time to be bullish on it. And I think this is going to be one of those games that, Casey, things click. Aaron, they get rolling. They get ahead. They get a turnover. They get a short field. And they get a chance to go up by a couple of scores. Keep this in mind. This is a football team that over the last two years, you can almost count on one hand how many minutes they've led in games. Hmm. Like, it's a gross number. Really, it's a gross number. And so... Like, that's a good – I think we can see – if they get up early, I think it's going to feed the momentum, feed the karma, feed good results. And I guess uh, we'll find out on Sunday if I'm right. But I think this is a great time to feel that way. If you're not going to feel that way this time, well, by next week it's going to be hard to feel that way if they lose, right? <laughs> so this is the day to do it. And uh, I'm actually predicting kind of a runaway score for the Jaguars because I think it will feel a little bit more like 2017. Um, and I hope I'm right. Well, well, the commanders lost a couple of pieces on that offensive line in the offseason. And last year, they were in the bottom half of the league in sacks allowed, meaning they gave up a bunch. They gave up 43 sacks last season. So if that gets worse, it sounds like a recipe for Josh Allen, Trayvon Walker, and the boys to eat on Sunday. Yeah, and yeah, that, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't help them that the uh, pass rush for the Jags got better. Like yeah, if it was last year's better, Jags, yeah. you'd be like, you know, all right. But this year, you're like, I, you know, say it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey uh, we're going to, uh, we have the jumbo shrimp for a couple of, of uh, games today, right? Well, well you know, uh, it is raining. So yeah, we will, uh, it got oh, wow, yeah, I guess the double now, knows, Maybe we're going longer than I think, Casey. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. We're, I don't know if they're going to play either. So I don't know. Um, but we are scheduled to go today to about 4.45 because the jumbo shrimp got rained out last night. So show is scheduled to be a little bit shorter. Uh, than it normally is. And then we've got our Blitz scoreboard show coming up later. We've got a lot of college, I mean, college, NFL predictions here this afternoon. We've got to get that in, even though we're already one game into the season. So what's, what I'm getting at is it's going to get lost. The big news out of Major League Baseball today. So I just want to hit on it real quick. 
Casey, no more shifts. That's like the big story, right? Everybody's trying to shrink the game time-wise, and I, I don't the pitch clock stuff. I don't think it registers with fans. The shift now. How do we feel about manufacturing the game and telling people how to play defense? Uh, I think that by taking away the shift, the Yankees will win another World Series. <laughs> and here's what I mean by that. You got the short porch in the outfield, and you got a bunch of left-handed hitters that only pull. So they're now going to go sign all those guys because you can't shift against them. They're going to now hit more home runs, and they're going to win a World Series. You know, I don't know how serious you are about your take, but it is interesting to think that now more than ever, you could certainly go and sign guys based on the configuration of your stadium. That's that's an interesting take to me. I kind of hate the all the shift talk only because you're taking away a part of the game. Like, are you going to not allow pitchers to throw breaking pitches to guys who can't hit a curveball? True. I don't get it. Yeah, I I don't love the shift. Do you guys like the shift? Or I no? do. I, I don't like it. I don't I do. love it, but I think uh, Joe Madden was big-brained when he started bringing it out on every single batter. So I was like for it, and now that everybody does it, I'm like, eh, you know. But I think it's a part of the game at this point. I like that it's a calculated risk, right? Because it, when it doesn't work, it can it can it can end up costing you multiple hits, yeah. if not runs. But chances are, if you're doing it, you have the evidence that more times than not, game is a uh, game of statistics that that thing is going to work. And it's the only sport you can't change the formation you're in. Well, yeah. It, it, see, I guess that's the part I don't love about this is, like, don't dictate the way I need to manage a game. Or, but it's gotten so carried away with the craziness on analytics that it, it's almost like, hey, this is working too well, is what Major League <laughs> Baseball is saying. Seriously. Yeah, but, but how silly does that sound? Well, it does. Because you're but, not even cheating. You're just using the available data. But it's led to, I know, and, and, and again, that's why I don't, I don't love the shift and the amount it's used. But I also don't love Major League Baseball saying, hey, we're going to manufacture the way we play this game. The more we make sports into video games, I don't like that. I, I just like this human element of things. And, but yet, I'm talking from both sides of my mouth because aren't we using the computer and the analytics to basically play the game when we put the shift on every batter and we put four outfielders in the game and things like that. They used to be such a novelty to see somebody do something wild. And it's just not anymore. And, Casey, I guess the belief behind some of this is the home run, the swing and miss is okay because if I hit it on the ground, they know exactly where I'm going to hit it. Right, so it's kind of all led into one another. It's not the same, mm -hmm. but I think it all kind of balances itself out. And and so, will this maybe cause less swing and miss? Will this bring back the base hit a little bit and be okay? Um, I think, yeah, I think it will bring back the base hit. But in fairness, if guys like Joey Gallo could just figure out how to bunt or Adam Dunn, they would have had plenty of base hits. There's nobody on the other side of the field. But, yeah, you will see more base hits from the pole-hitting lefties because you don't have two second basemen anymore or, like, a half-right fielder. So I think there will be more hits, but at the same time, if you're a player that, like in my Yankees example, you're still trying to hit hit homers. The only thing that I think changes is you got a guy on third or second with two outs, I think your approach changes. With one out, you're still trying to drive. But I think with two outs now, and there's not two second basemen, you're like, I could squeeze one through here. I'm going to change my approach a little bit. 
Yeah. Fred, I, to you, what is the difference between a shift and having your infielders come into the grass on a on a on a on an expected bunt? Corners in, baby. Yeah, uh, because the guy's not guaranteed to bunt, but now guys are guaranteed to swing. I guess. Like I, I'm with Casey here. I think guys should have bunted more during this thing, or yeah. learn to hit the damn ball the other way. Well, that's difficult. Like, Just lay it down. Like. I, I, I don't understand why that didn't happen more, but it's almost like there's this, uh, it's like this bravado. Like, we we don't care if you bunt. Go ahead and bunt. It's like, I still just don't understand. I, I guess the metrics add up, but I don't understand the logic of a ball. You're going to hit a ball out of the stadium or a double once every 15 at-bats. If they're going to play you like that, I could hit 700 by bunting. Like, it's better to be on base seven times than be a double once every 15 at-bats, like if you're Joey Gallo to your point, Casey, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think the numbers would lie in that scenario, but it's a more of a machoism. It's a, it's a bravado. It's like, well, yeah, they're giving me the bunt, but I, they kind of want me to bunt, so I'm not going to bunt. Like, I'm too big to bunt. The game's not here anymore. So it's like this negative thing, and, and I'm not even saying bunting. I think if we bring back, like, good hitting, opposite field hitting, like, is that a bad thing? You can still hit the ball 500 feet, but when you got up two strikes and you can hit the ball right up the middle and get a base hit instead of a guy standing on second base and gets a double play, like, that one's the one that drives me more nuts than anything, Casey. Yeah, it's, it's like, you used to hit the ball up the middle. I used to tell you, hit the ball back up the box, right? Yeah. Like, hit it hard up the middle. Well, the guys that do that now, they're looking at double plays being thrown out by, like, 15 feet at first base. Uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> There's nothing worse than you're you're getting a good game in of MLB The Show. You're playing online with some hooligan you don't know. You guys are both ranked. You're in a good little competition. Right. And you give him the old hit and run, baby. And the shortstop's playing up the middle because he has the shift on in the game. And then you got a nice little double play ball. Nothing worse than it. So I hope they take it out of the video game as well, Brent. That's my main concern. You know what I think is worse than what you just described? Brent's current situation on the back of that truck. <laughs> yeah, you just hear the rain <laughs> intensifying as we go along. Poor Brent is going to you know, be seeing animals roll by two by two any minute now. Here's the thing. I've reached the point almost where I can't even go fix anything because it's so wet out. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, it's raining so much, I don't even know, like, my next move. Mm-mm. I'm contemplating in the break, like, what move am I about to make? I think the move and is I coming back I home. Ha- I don't think I have one. Yeah. No, because I'd get soaked just putting the equipment away. The equipment, at least, is under umbrellas, and it's not getting wet. All right, yeah, well, so. well, good news, man. It's supposed to rain for the rest of the weekend until Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> so you're not really going to get an opportunity here. How, how is the camera staying dry? He's under like an umbrella. Poncho or got an umbrella. Well, yeah. like, now, what happens if the umbrella blows away? Like, I've, got a, I've got a weight on the umbrella. Ooh. I've thought of everything, guys. Wow. Wow. That is um, good. I've got another umbrella over the cords. And I've got an umbrella over me, and I'm still getting soaked. It doesn't matter. I must not be holding the umbrella well. It is nasty out there. It's kind of a self-explanatory tool, Brent. You put it where the rain is. Folks, be safe on the roads. Yeah, please. This is awful. (laughs) Game of the week. We're here. I wonder if some of these games are going to get canceled today because it doesn't look good today. Uh, We'll see what the field conditions are, but might be an ugly night on the high school football front. Uh, we are here at our Game of the Week Reigns at Sandalwood High School on a rainy afternoon on ESPN 690. Our Friday coverage presented by Nidnick Buick GMC and Baker Sports. We'll be right back.
point, you seem to continue to have this addiction to a guy like Cooper Cup, who is an absolute yes. stud. We know what he brings to the table. But Allen Robinson is no scrub. Odell Beckham Jr. is not on the field. Robbie Woods is not on the field, okay? You, this is your number two option. You targeted him two times. So there's an addiction to that, okay? And if you're the Buffalo Bills, who has shown us throughout last year, despite the last 13 seconds when they couldn't prevent the Kansas City Chiefs from driving down the field and getting themselves in the field goal range, this is one of the top defenses in the National Football League last year. They got playmakers all over the damn field, all right? And they're coming mm -hmm. into this game, and you're going to target Cooper Cup to that degree and pretty much ignore Allen Robinson. I think that that's something that we have to pay attention to. Get him, Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith, first take, ESPN. Getting after Matthew Stafford, saying you can't just stare down Cooper Cup every play, even though he's... He's the only guy getting open. You know, the best receiver in the league. Can't stare him down every play. But uh, I tend to disagree. Action Sports, Jacks, ESPN 690. Aaron Schachter, Casey yep. Kurtz. Come on. And Soggy Martineau. We don't know where Soggy Martineau is, but we know he's trying to dry off. We'll get back with him in a minute. Me and Aaron will hold it down until Brent gets some dry clothes and fixes the equipment because we can't afford to damage this equipment. That's all we got, Aaron. This is how bad what he has to do every Friday is, at least for someone like me. Even when it's not pouring raining like it is today, even when it's not typhoon-level wet outside, it's like 170 degrees. Like, when does this guy get a nice day to work outside during the high school football season? I don't think it happens. I'll tell you what. He's built different. That's the thing with Brent Martin. Yeah, right like, he's like, built wet. A, a lot of people want to say they're built different. I say it a lot when I make, like, you know, big-brained moves. This guy's built different. So Brent was supposed to make an announcement last segment. We're getting asked about it. Are, are we allowed to make it without him? we got to wait till he comes back. I'm going to wait till he comes back. This is almost working out to be like a cheap radio tease now. It is. I will, I'll give a spoiler, though. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to give a spoiler. <laughs> I changed my mind. <laughs> that was a tease. Okay. That was a cheap radio tease. That was a cheap radio tease. I, I wasn't going to say mind. nothing. I changed my mind. I don't know yeah. what I'm supposed to say. I don't know what I'm not supposed to say. I know. I will give a tease. I lied. Uh, it it will uh, happen on the weekends. That's all I know. It's a hint. So it's not a spo it's not a spoiler. You're not telling them what it is. It's a hint. Yeah, it's 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 a hint. And I mean, let's be honest. It's not that hard to figure out. You guys can everybody listen. You guys can put your heads together, talk it out in the chat. Give us a, a one final answer, and we'll tell you if you're right or wrong. And if you're in your car right now, please be careful because it's raining out there. Don't use your phone. But just think about it, and then know that when we announce it, you'll be like, I knew it. No, no, no. I think that's right. Casey will give you like 15 bucks out of his venue. I will not give anybody. I will only give you the money that Brent still owes me, which with tax is up to like 2372 um, and some change. Matt so Masters we'll checking in with a guess. Matt wants to know. Oh, he's got two guesses. His first guess, is it a new weekend show? Well, that yes, Matt. All right. His second guess is pregame question mark? Of what game? Oh, all right. So we got to figure that out. Steve Boston with a guess. Want me to read that one? No. Steve might be going home with Casey's money. No. Nope. Guys, never mind. Stop guessing. Stop guessing. Never mind. We'll wait for Saga. Can we talk about Can football we just last move on, night? Please. I was so, so excited to have football, professional football, real regular season football back last night. I don't know what Brent is talking about, this not being a good game. Sure. The score was 31-10, 31-7, whatever the final score was. I, uh, was it 31-10? I think it was 31-10. Yes, it was because they got all the way to Fine. 41 and sure. not 52. The score was 31-10. And sure, the game was pretty much over by the very beginning, really, of the third quarter. But at halftime, it was still relatively close. Yeah, it started kind of slow. It was like defense win in the day, yes. which I didn't really expect. 
Um, and by the way, yeah, uh, Von Miller out there just showing and proving right now. Yeah. If anyone thought Von Miller was on the other side of that career mountain. Oh, Ram, Rams are like, up. we should have resigned him. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. He's Maybe you should have taken some of that Aaron Darnold money that you spent on that 53-year-old and thrown it at Von Miller. Yeah, you might have. I, it, I think it... It's interesting. I think it goes back to the Rams' offensive line here, and you lose Whitworth, who was so old and was there last night. And, by the way, OBJ was there, which I thought was fascinating. Super Bowl ring thing. Everyone's making a big deal out of this. They were hoisting the Super Bowl trophy. I I know they were, but it's like the one time. Like, you never, ever see that because either dude's on a different team and he's not there. Yeah. But he's not retired. He's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just an odd thing, which tells me, and especially after last night, he's coming back to L.A. A lot of people have been trying to do that. I don't know, man. I don't know. They don't they have, have room for him. They don't have money for him. Where are you going to put OBJ on that L.A. Rams roster? I'm not going to lie to you. It looks like there's plenty of room for him last <laughs> night. Sure. You know, if poor Allen Robinson can't shed any cornerback, then, yeah, maybe you bring OBJ back. But, yeah, you know, it's uh, you, 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 you hope Allen Robinson isn't the last night guy. You hope he's the guy from the last three, four, five seasons. Yeah, I mean, I he can't be that. He, he I don't believe be he guy. is. I, I think it was just a matter of he needs more time with this team. He needs more reps with Stafford, that kind of thing. And by the way, it's not like the Bills are any slouch. They got real players exactly. back there in that secondary. That's the thing. Like, we forget about the Bills. We tried to talk about it a little bit yesterday. But number one offense, we know that part. But then we talk about they're also the number one defense for a time last year. And it was like they do it, but it's like unsexy. Yeah. Like Trey White. Not anymore, by the way. Well, yeah. I mean, Trey White was a guy that is, is great, and we know the name, but he got hurt. So then they were still doing it with, like, the Micah Hydes and of the world. And now they're doing it again. And, like, they, they locked him down. So I don't – I'm not giving up on Allen Robinson. If you drafted him in fantasy, I would say don't drop him yet unless you're in my league. I'll happily pick him up. It'd be super scary. Yeah. I, I'm saying if you're in a 10-team league and you're holding on hoping Allen Robinson or Cam Akers are going to – not be what they were game one. Maybe you don't run for the hills, but in a 10-team league, chances are you're, you're finding someone on the waiver wire who can help you out. Yeah, that's true. The Cam Akers thing is so odd to me. Really weird. And again, I, we've had a couple more people now say or at least confirm that uh, that he was on the injury report with an ankle. Okay, but he was in the game, and I believe he was starting. So, like, where was Cam Akers? Yeah, Brent, where are you at? Where now? was Cam Akers? I'm in my car now, guys. The lightning came, so you had to go when the lightning comes. I'm wondering how many cords I ruined here in the rain. Well, that's good. Uh, we don't have a big budget, so w- way to ruin some things. <laughs> I know it. Uh, most of it's mine, so. Oh, that's that. okay. You got an unlimited budget. <laughs> but, uh, uh, all right. Uh, we're back. We're, we're in the car, in the vehicle. I don't know what about high school football now tonight. This looks. Does it look this way in the Mike Forrest forecast all night long? It's not an all-night thing. I'm telling you, I wasn't kidding. It's uh, until Tuesday thing. And some some will be... Harder rains than others, and maybe you see the sun uh, like a few minutes here, a few minutes there. But like, we are we are in this pattern now for days. Mike Burrish said rains are coming. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I can report in from Mike Burrish's Twitter. It's gonna rain. Family guy. Uh, <laughs> rain sideways. Well, Those downpours started last night. I know you felt it, Brent. I was feeling it in my house. Yeah, it's just, uh, and now we got a little lightning in the area, too, and that's the one that will keep uh, a lot of teams off the football field tonight if you get lightning or if it's just crazy bad field conditions. And I start lo- looking ahead a little bit, too, to uh, the 19th. This is where I start to get worried a little bit uh, for the golf tournament. Yeah. Too much rain over the weekend, and uh, the course will be soaked, guys. So In 10 days, uh, really? It doesn't, it doesn't, I guess, too much well, rain every day, yeah. 
it's fine if it's like for the next couple of days, but then what happens after that? Yeah, right? what like does next week look Monday? like? Yeah. We've had to move it on two occasions, actually. Uh, this is the rainiest time of the year, mm-hmm. and uh, which also means it's the least expensive time of the year to get the golf course <laughs> and give more to the charity. And uh, the guys at Southampton always work with us. We did have to move it, one because of Hurricane Matthew, I think, and then another time we got dumped on like the week before, like six inches of rain on the weekend before the tournament. So we have had to move it. But uh, hopefully that's that's still a week away. We won't have to worry about that, we hope. Uh, here's the good news. The Jags are not playing at home, guys, on Sunday. Because it sounds like it would be a wet one for the fans and everybody else. Yeah, man, they'll be in sunny Washington. I think it's it's okay in Washington. I don't think there's a there's a little percentage of rain, but hmm. not a big one. You can play football in the rain. All right. Uh, we've collected ourselves. Thanks for holding the phone for a, a, a bit on, on there for us. Um, are we going to make predictions or what? Not at the moment. Casey, you're starting to get nervous. We got a lot of, I know we got to take a break, but when we come back, we got to make a lot of predictions, don't we? Well, we yeah. can do that in the four o'clock hour. The you fo- think we can get it all in in the four o'clock hour? I think if you're listening to the station right now and you want to see what a real Friday night blitz looks like, it's going to be us from four to four forty, getting in all the stuff we have to get in. <laughs> well, by the way, we might want to pace ourselves. We had that planned in the show, but <laughs> some oh, of the, true. the jumbo trip are not starting. At 4.50. <laughs> that will be on our air yeah, on true. ESPN 690. So uh, we may have some audibling still to come. Um, and how about we do this? Uh, we'll make a, an announcement about, uh, well, another thing here on ESPN 690 when we come back. We'll at least have that. We can promise that uh, when we come back as we figure the show out on the fly here on a Friday. But we do have a lot of predictions coming up, including our Super Bowl picks and our MVP <laughs> picks for 2000. And 22. We'll be back on ESPN 690 on a Friday, a rainy one, presented by Nimbic New York GMC and Baker Sports. You only approach this in the beginning, meaning that you tell the Chicago Bears if you felt this way, don't draft me because I don't want to go to a bad organization. I lie. Eli Manning, Chargers, Giants, uh, uh, John Elway, Coates. I don't want to be in this organization. If you felt that way because when you were five years old to where you are today, the team hasn't really done anything. That's the only time that you demand a trade. Not when you're already on the team and you you're starting quarterback and you haven't been there a week. You don't know. That is Keyshawn Johnson, KJM. In the morning on ESPN 690, Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Max Kellerman, Brent Martin, Aaron Schechter, Casey Kurtz here in the afternoon. And, uh, Boys. yeah, heading back to the studio oh. on a rainy Friday afternoon. You're on the way back I here? I'm going I'm to get back to the studio. Oh, great. Or awesome. I might just do the show from the parking lot. Great. Just because I don't want to see you guys. Okay. <laughs> Oh. That was unnecessarily hurtful. Well, I, I, I mean, how hurtful, really? Not really. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've been making announcements all week. Make another one, Brent. Do we have any more? Yeah, we got more. <laughs> I think, actually, Casey, you're going to need to confirm this. Uh, <laughs> you, you got me a text. <laughs> but I, it was kind of... <laughs> yeah, we haven't really text, communicated a lot today, Brent, me and you. <laughs> the text was a little ambiguous, so I'm taking a little bit of a jump here. I'll, um, I'll stop you if you need to be stopped. Okay, good. Well, either way, uh, maybe I don't know who's on it, but I, I know it's it's going to happen one way or another because I'm about to say it. Why? So, uh, 
So anyway, we, we announced la- throughout this week, Monday morning madness. We've got a show starting on Monday at 8 a.m. until 10 a.m. Casey and I be in the saddle for that one. Pure reactionary show. Uh, Collins, welcome, as always, on this station. Uh, 904-362-9901. But, of course, the interactive ways on social media. And that show will live there as well. And then uh, we've also announced this week that Maurice Jones-Drew will be sh- joining us 3 o'clock on Mondays in that hour. And then we just announced yesterday, you missed it, Aaron Schachter. This is news to you. <laughs> 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 you Machine know, Mathis with, it's coming a, out of the shadow. A huge announcement. Gonna, but I yeah. got to let you know, man, I, I watched the show when I got home on YouTube. So oh, I didn't miss it. So you caught it. I did catch so, it. Did you get mad that we didn't keep you in the loop about that one? <laughs> no, I did not get mad about it. <laughs> Nor did I get mad about all the trash talking that happened. But that's okay. <laughs> uh, that's good. You got thick skin. I like that about you. <laughs> that's uh, all in my belly and my chest. So, Rash- so Rasheen Mathis uh, is going to join us in the 4 o'clock hour on Mondays, 4 to 5. So we got a heck of a lineup on Mondays. Awesome. And on Wednesday, we already know we've got Clay Harbor uh, joining us in the 4 to 5 hour. We announced that a couple weeks back, and he's joined us a few times already. So now what's left? What is left? What is left to announce? And I know a lot of people are like, all right, who's it going to be? Who are you announcing? We're bringing in Urban Meyer. I hate to. (laughs) (laughs) What What was that? (laughs) That would be awesome. How great would that be? Like, who could we get that would be like, why did you do that? Listen, I know, (laughs) look, I know right when you say it, it feels weird, but who wouldn't be tuning in to listen to Urban Meyer talk about the Jaguars? In light of everything that's happened, that's true. <laughs> it would be classic. But Great. we talk like that's why Fox has him back, not to talk about the Jags, just because he's a spectacle, a circus. Yeah. Could you ma- imagine if we like pitch that to Urban? Like we get in the room, we're like, all right, it's a Jags pregame show. Just the look on his face. He may take it just to kind of rub salt. He'd be like, I was going to say, like, would you do it for a little bit just because, like, um, like, hey, I want to get back. I got to, I got to set the record straight with Josh Lambeau. Yeah, I got to set the record straight with that. He's, he's getting sued, so I'm sure he can't talk about it. But if I'm Urban going, man, all these players, all these people in this organization have been, you know, like basically covering me in mud for the last couple of months. Now it's my turn. I would do it. He'll be like, yeah. I remember when we drafted these players. Like, no. I should have done it. We should have tried to get them. But I didn't. And then if he was on the pregame, every time like uh, Travis Etienne does something cool, he should just go, you're welcome, guys. <laughs> I think there are some Urban Meyer your welcomes coming. Yeah, by the way. Man, it could be Etienne. It could be Tyson Campbell. Could you be know, both. It, it could Tra- be the Performance Center. It could Trend be the number dog. one overall pick, Trayvon Walker. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, thanks. You're welcome, guys. There are some thanks and your welcomes coming our way with yeah, Urban man. down the road. We hope. Actually, we hope there are. Like, there should be. So... <laughs> All right. Well, that's not the announcement. So no uh, Urban Meyer. Okay. No Urban Meyer. And that's actually not a person announcement. Not yet. Oh, not We're a person. Expand our coverage. Yet again. <laughs> Mr. Pico Boulevard. Good one. Carlos Hyde from five to six. No. It's <laughs> 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 kind of a good joke because Carlos Hyde is the only one that's ever missed the Jaguars all access. <laughs> like, he's, like, like he's the only one. And so that's where that uh, kind of comes from. But that's not happening. I don't even not. I don't. I don't dislike Carlos Hyde for it. But it's a fun little uh, joke and punchline once in a while, uh, an inside one. Uh, so anyway, we already do the ESPN 690 game day live from the Duval House on Sundays during home games. Home games, yeah, yeah. And so we, you know, the right off the Hart Bridge, you see that Teal House. That's the Duval House. And so we do a nine to eleven show. Uh, Casey and I, for the most part. 
Well, this year we're going to expand to a here. debut Me on Sunday. Sunday of uh, road games as well. So pregame oh. shows all year long. So we're doing we're doing all the games now. So we're doing them all from nine to eleven, and uh, really it's nine to one because if you miss it, we're gonna huh? well give you another look at it from eleven to one. Will the road right games the be on location, game. or are they gonna be from the studio? Well, they'll be from the studio, but this guy is on location, and so, of course, I'll be checking in from the road. That's right. Uh, and Casey and Brian Middleton uh, will do a lot of the uh, legwork, I the think. Twin Towers. He hasn't stopped me yet. He hasn't stopped me yet, so I think. And uh, as long as Amanda signs off on it, I guess. And um, so then we'll have more Jags coverage, more pregame coverage, more NFL coverage on those Sundays, and then we play a lot of Sunday, uh, obviously we got the Sunday night football games too. A ton of play-by-play uh, play on, on this radio station. A ton yeah, of live so, sports. So anyway, uh, that's uh, that's the latest expansion of our programming uh, that's about to take place uh, every Sunday morning, now every Monday morning, and of course you got us in the afternoon with all the guests that we have launched. Uh, we've got our high school coverage on Friday nights, and all the play-by-play, -play, including the Jumbo Shrimp, Florida State Baseball, uh, Florida State uh, basketball, excuse me, and football, and uh, hey Brent. the NFL. So we're excited about it. Let me jump in here real quick since, uh, you, you're, you know, you're going to be on, but me and Brian, we're going to be carrying this, right? And if you're listening, you're like, I don't know who you and Brian are. Oh. It's different. It's it, What we're going to do is is different. It makes From, it itchy, right? It What? What? Itchy. <laughs> it's different than what we do right now. From oh. three to six, right? We do some stuff from six to seven. It's a little different. It's going to be different. So if you're into it, slide by. We want you here. Uh, but I promise you it's going to be different than what you hear anywhere else. You might be trying to uh, find coverage of the Jags. We hope you enjoy it. We're ready to um, – we'll fancy Brent when he's here and when he's gone. We'll make fun of him. And that's the best part <laughs> and of it. And to quote Urban Meyer, addressing the listeners right now, we just say you're welcome. There we go. <laughs> You're welcome. Or, or I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Either one works for us. <laughs> and us. <laughs> uh, anyway, hey, we're having fun with it, yeah. and, and we're, we're glad to keep expanding. You can Hopefully out there you can feel the momentum for ESPN 690, what we're doing, what we're trying to build here a little bit. Because I can uh, tell you who can feel it. You guys know. <laughs> you guys know. They feel it. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, we'll have some fun with more of our coverage and, and hopefully more announcements to come. Don't worry, I'm working on more. Oh, jeez. I can't I'm do working. any more work. Nah, nah. I'm working on more like uh, I like the guests we're putting together, right? I've, I've, I've got some plans. I'm way down the line. Way down the line. But we'll have to be patient with those. Um, I shouldn't just say I've got plans. We've got plans. Yeah, we're, we're part of this thing. Do you have any plans, yeah. Aaron? When are you going to start bringing some plans? I got nothing. <laughs> I got, I'm just hiding. I go from station to station hiding from all the bosses so they don't see me not doing anything. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's take a break. I'll be back in studio in a couple of moments. And uh, we are going prediction time. Who do you think will win the Super Bowl? Who will go to the Super Bowl? Who will win the divisions? Uh, it's that time of year, folks. we got one chance to do this. And then bragging rights are on the line for the next few months. So let's do it on ESPN 690 when we come back. We will have another announcement on Monday, by the way. Oh, my. <laughs> we will. Like, but I don't want to oversell some of these announcements, but what the hell? I mean, sell them as far as we want to go, right? Um, but there will be another announcement now about the show. I think Matt I think Matt has taken more guesses in the chat. Don't tell Brent. Matt, yeah, you, Matt this knows a, too much. This one's a more of a subtle change. This okay. one's not as headlining. Okay. Um, well, but we got one coming up. On it's literally a headline, but okay. <laughs> but I don't think from a listener standpoint it's going to be like, Everybody's okay. going to be talking. It's about still those guys. Now. Hopefully you're all talking about it and you like it. We'll be back on ESPN 690.